0: And how can you use virtual community to push your mission or vision forward?
1: This is the fourth episode of Everyday Valor. This is the second installment of a three-part series on visualization and social media. Ant and Mo discuss managing your virtual reality with your real reality, and using social media responsibly by being mission-driven. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Everyday Dollar.
0: Welcome to Everyday Dollar. The problem is, and this is where we need to talk, and this is where things get crazy. There becomes a loop factor, which is, where I think Anthony really thinks about it from his perspective. The loop factor is when you feel fearful, oh, this is beautiful. So we talk about a virtual reality and then we talk about reality and that virtual reality sits in our reality, right? When we feel fear in reality, we then run to this virtual reality. We click on that button. But the reality is that, let me not use the word, but uh, uh, what happens is when we click on that button and we go into a virtual reality and realize quote unquote realize that people's lives are better than my own that creates more fear and then we jump out of the virtual reality back into reality and we're just kind of stuck in a rock in a hard place does that make sense so it's like you get this quick gratification in this virtual reality but then after a while you see things that you don't have and things you don't quote unquote measure up to and that creates a space of anxiety as well and there's no space right so, I don't know if there's actually data out there, if there's enough, because I think social media's been around for, what, seven years? Well, I think that's, that's
1: the depression. I think that's why Facebook yeah. is is causing so much depression. I don't think it's causing depression. I think it's amplifying the depression that was already there, because people ran to Facebook as a self-medication technique for their, their small amount of depression. Facebook <laughs> amplified it, and there is nowhere to hide anymore. So, you just have to sit in all of it.
0: Right. So... Exactly. If we look at it that way, which is really interesting to me, but I don't want to get too academic. I think applying it to people's lives is the question is, how much time do you need to step away from social media to focus on your life and your goals and use social media either as a tool to make those goals a reality or as a tool to communicate with people that are far away networking I I, I I don't know how to say that last part But instead of it being a De facto immediate default Of oh I'm scared of my life Let me go run to do this How do you reassociate Your relationship with these Because people don't use Social media is a tool It's like it's, it's, it's really a tool For communication But it's gone beyond that now Where it becomes people's real lives Because they are less fearful in virtual reality than they are in their real life. Is that the question of how do we separate ourselves from it and we redefine what social media should be? What I would like to see is a breakdown of
1: producers of content and consumers of content. And I imagine it's very bimodal with very little overlap. The people that are pumping out content, they're not spending no time looking at content. They're just pumping out content. So they're just producing. Mm -hmm. and then you got another camp, all they're doing is just scrolling. Infinite scroll is the devil, right? Because it never ends. It's scroll, 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 scroll. And rarely do they put out content. So you've got the producers who are maintaining a healthy relationship because all they're using it for is a water hose, a fire hose. Mm -hmm. But it's probably most unhealthy for the consumers that are just being inundated by all of this information that's just flying at them. And... What do you do with that? And so I would like to see that distribution of of users and then you could probably have an answer for how would you stop using social media if you're in camp A, which is the producer camp or camp B, which is a consumer camp.
0: Yeah. 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 But I think I've actually read that since I'm I'm doing social media research. Uh, There are a lot more consumers of content. And what do they call them? People? Oh, yeah. Lurkers. A lot more consumer content and lurkers, which is pretty much individuals who jump on social media and never post or create any content whatsoever or add any value. They don't comment, they don't do anything. Right. Um, it's, capital,
1: it's capitalism at its yeah. core. <laughs> yeah. Everybody can't be selling something. Somebody got to buy it.
0: Right, right, right. So, so, so those producers are a very small number. Uh, sorry, a small percentage. And I think it's something like less than 10% or something like that I saw. Um, not across the board, but I think it was like Twitter... Uh, and like Instagram, that was like that. So, 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 my thing is like, my thing is like, if you look at like Tim Ferriss, and I, and I saw a quote from him where he's had to change his strategy because the world has changed since the four hour work week. You can't no longer sit down on a Friday and try to sit on social media for two hours and think that that's enough. Personally, I think if you have a mission, well, first of all, I think people need to start off with a mission, right? Like, like, like the, I think we said the last. You know last time there needs to be a mission and when you have a mission everything else kind of falls underneath it and how can you use virtual communities to push your mission or vision forward because once you have that I think you then ask yourself the question do I need to really be clicking on this during the work day or while I'm doing my nine-to-five? Do I need to? And if I do, when is my particular virtual community that's attached to my mission, when are they actually on that platform? And if it's only for, you know, 30 minutes, then I figure out a way to, you know, adjust my... You know what I mean? Like, I think that there needs to be more deliberate action around it. And I'm talking specifically, you know, maybe 16 and up, in terms of, like, the whole, you know, mission stuff. Could go earlier. Well, I, I... I think the
1: platforms are, are orthogonal to the community that you've created within the platform, right? So you create a community of Facebook friends or Twitter followers or Instagram followers or Snap, whatever their followers are called. You can create that and curate that yourself. And so it's based upon, have you curated a group of mission-focused folks or have you created a, a community or following of theme focused folks? You so know, I think it's independent of the platform that you choose. It's just like, you know, are guns evil? It's every, everything, anything can be transformed in something that's unhealthy and bad, just the same way it can be transformed in something that's positive and healthy and good.
0: I think it's, yeah. And to kind of piggyback that. So when I say that, you know, to Aunt, you know, invest a little time in social media, in my brain, it kind of sits to what he just said, which is, with EQ, that's your mission. Just find on Twitter, follow, you know, and connect with people who will have the same exact mission. Network, you know, same thing with like Instagram. Same thing, you know, across all those platforms, you know, your mission should be aligned to that. It's not necessarily having, as you mentioned earlier, fire holes of absolute rubbish of people talking about how amazing their lives are. None of that stuff. Actually having it connected to to, to to what your focus is. Because when you click on that button, it's no longer just a distraction. It's actually attracting you closer and closer to your mission, or it should be. But, but I think you guys used uh, uh, the word of, like, rewiring and reprogramming. There has to be a lot of due diligence or more education around well, reprogram how people view social media. Um, I don't think it's necessarily—it it goes to what it says. It can be used <laughs> used as a uh, a negative, and I think the scary thing as someone who is an adult is I can't imagine with the peer pressures of childhood, teenage years— what that's like being in junior high school and high school when you have a social media community that's so close to you in school. Because now that changes the game completely. Now you have people talking about people on your social media, DMs behind people's backs, and it kind of leaks over people unfollowing and not being friends anymore on social media. And to be honest, if you're not friends on social media, then you're you like... You, If we were friends in real life and then we became friends on social media and then you unfollowed me or unfriended me on social media, that now trickles over to our real life. I guess we're not friends there either. You feel what I'm saying? So it's
1: like. And and, and that's a great example of what I was talking about. If you haven't figured out how to live in your reality, the virtual reality is totally skewed. Like you guys could unfollow me today and that doesn't change our real life friendship. Right. Because we've grown up and we've experienced life enough to know what's real is real. Somebody that's 13 years old, they may not have experienced life enough to understand how people are and understand what relationships mean to be able to handle a virtual unfriended. Right. And I think that's where the issue
0: exists. You know, yeah, honestly, this, it is like 40, 30 Twenty-five-year-olds that will block you for like a week and be like, you know, did you know I had to block you? And you're like, nah, I didn't notice. And they're like, well, I did. And like, all right, cool. Decent. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I didn't notice you blocked me. You know what I mean? Like, that didn't happen to me, but I see it all the time, and I'm just like, it was not even that serious. Like, you know what I mean? So it's it's um, there are some dangers to it, but I but I feel as though if you can kind of align it with your mission. It should be figuring out in the first quarter or the first couple of months what your real mission is, and then looking at the tools that are in front of you, which has actually revolutionized business. The way we communicate, people now have a platform that they didn't have before. Um, if they use it the right way, you know, if it's mission-driven in 2018, you know, into a 2019, you know, I think the possibilities are 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 absolutely endless. And you have to then combine it with what you're talking about with the visualization for three minutes at first and five minutes. You know what I mean? Like and actually build on that. Everything should be really small step system, small step in the depth. To, to throw something into that and, and to
1: really add some glue to the conversation we had, I, I think the 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 secret sauce in all of this is optimism. Because if I'm optimistic that I can accomplish, if I'm optimistic that I can achieve, then visualizing or seeing something on, on social media that, that does make me have envy or question whether or not I can achieve that or get that or obtain that, that optimism is going to get over that fear inertia of failure or whatever the fear may be. So you start the small steps because it's all about being able to. Get over the hurdle of those Counterproductive or negative Thoughts we have when it comes to Doing something that's big That's scary that's out of our comfort zone And that yeah. optimism is just like Gummy berry juice right It just,
0: it just right, takes right. a whole new level It's crazy that you mention that Because I was actually riding around on my bike Yesterday through Cambridge and I was thinking to myself Why is it so Hard for people to Be their biggest cheerleader and For people to actually out loud Verbally say I'm amazing I'm awesome I'm great at X There's always some type of caveat That's like You know For, for me to scream on here that, that I'm a psychologist I wouldn't have done that two years ago Imposter syndrome All that kind of stuff Even though I'm qualified to say it now But the question I had Based on what you just said just now In terms of optimism Amp, Is if I post on social media And I only get one like And no one cares about me. Or people unfollow me because I'm not interesting. And all this other stuff starts to hit me in my virtual reality. Then I go to my, you know, to my real life. And my boss thinks I'm a schmuck and I'm not that intelligent. My reviews aren't great, et cetera, et cetera. My, you know, my my partnership isn't going well. All these fears and all these things that create insecurity. What do you guys say about... Because in order to balance that off, like, you have to... Like, I almost... It's like a muscle. You have to yourself... In my brain now, I look at it more and more, you have to be your biggest cheerleader during those times or build up the muscle so much to the and as you said, when things do happen, it doesn't really affect you. But I think the act, the process of going through that, I'm not sure people are necessarily comfortable with it. What do you guys feel about... Actually being your biggest chiller And I'm being very PC when I say be Like your biggest chiller I mean going out In the day 5, 10, 20, 30, 40 minutes in the day Wherever you can And telling yourself How amazing you are verbally Being that person for yourself I think it's
1: paramount Um, Especially as, as black men I know that There's a lot of imaging and messaging that says the complete opposite to that. And so I constantly am reinforcing the positive things about myself, about who I am. To counteract me possibly seeing myself negatively, Mm -hmm. but also to understand that it's healthy and it's going to help me achieve the, the ambitious goals that I have. I think you've got to do it. Thanks for listening to Everyday Valor. Don't forget to rate us and leave us comments. We will use this information to improve our show. Thanks again for listening, and remember to live your everyday with courage, deliberateness, and passion. Live everyday valor.